episode this is. I think we've all I, lost track. Four? I think it's four. It's four, I think. All right, cool. Maybe five. Tells you how much we pay attention. Right. And if it's not four, just like... Pretend, we pre- said. Whatever. whatever it is. I can check. I have it pulled up right here. Yes. Fact check us real quick, please. Episode load. Episode load? What? Oh, I just said upload. I was going to say episode and then my thing wasn't loading. It is episode four. Look at us. I'm so proud of us. We can guess properly. Wow. (laughs) Glad to know we all have the attention span of a gnat. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. There hasn't been much that has happened in the NHL this week, which is very odd. Well, except- Other than me actually being happy for once with my team. (laughs) That's true. That makes one of us. For the first time. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like sitting, sitting pretty okay with the Hawks. Mm -hmm. Also, we didn't have an anxiety attack last night. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois is a Jet now. That's a thing. And Patrick Laine is a blue jacket. And Jack Roslovic. Jack Roslovic is back in Columbus. So he's so. We're vibing in Ohio, kind of. I mean. Why would anyone want to go to Ohio? (laughs) Why not? It's the best I've been to Ohio. It's not that exciting. It depends where you go. Like, um, the only bad parts are Cleveland. And that's not it. Like, Cleveland is, like, the... Listen, on my way back to the interstate, I passed a place called Fat Nancy's Tackle Shop, and that summarized my trips. (laughs) Welcome to Ohio, baby. Of so much culture. Yeah. Um, so what are our thoughts on this trade? Because you get Pierre Luc Dubois and a third round draft pick for Patrick Line and Jack Roslovic. Listen, as a low-key Jets fan, um it's my Google Home going off right now. <laughs> Solves the second line center problem. Yeah. Which they've had issues with in the past. Let's hope that Pierre-Luc Dubois doesn't have a little hissy fit again. Well, he, his dad lives there, or his parents live there. Yeah. So he gets to, gets to vibe with his family. Winter peg. I was just surprised that didn't put in like a really good offer because like I have said before he collects French Canadians like they're rare Pokemon. They the final well Montreal put in one and then the final three teams were Winnipeg, Anaheim, and Calgary. Because they would have wanted Suzuki and I think I would have personally gone to Montreal and kicked Mark Bergerman out of the knees (laughs) if he went through with that. So I mean, I really want to know what those two offers were. Mm-hmm. Just be like, so who do we hate? 
So who, so who are we going to fight? Yeah, but like, honestly, I'm kind of glad that Pierre-Luc, De- he obviously wanted out of Columbus. I mean, like if you saw the, other day, the one where he played like a whole three minutes, um, his last just, like, he was not having it. Like the man was just like, he's just like, I mean, it wasn't the right way to go about a trade, but I think it kind of forced their hand to be like, okay, it's, it's definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he's like, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Or else this is what you're going to get. I heard towards like, in one of the interviews, he was like, I don't choose how much players play. They show me how much they want to play. And if they show that they don't want to play, he's not going to play them. So it's kind of like, it, it did really show that it's kind of like, here's Pierre-Luc Dubois kind of just showing, like, I don't want to be here. And then it's like, okay, well, we're not going to like, all right. Fine with me. Like, I don't know, but. I don't necessarily think that his decision to want, or his decision wanting out of Columbus was 100% on torts. I think there has to be something more. Because he said in his interviews yesterday um, that he he knows that towards is doing things to make him a better player mm-hmm. not on him necessarily but there has to be something underlying mm-hmm. for sure i mean players like will request trades because they just want something different right oh yeah okay. they're just not like bonding with their team well anymore or just yeah. change is good right yeah yeah and it's funny so we made the point of how all the top picks from that draft year are doing these days um let's pull it up <laughs> i have it what oh draft God. year is that even i don't even i always well, think we got Austin like matthews who six. was in in mid toronto he almost wanted out with babcock but <laughs> oh, he almost wanted that. out um yeah um yeah <laughs> Patrick Line requested a trade um Pierre-Luc Dubois requested a trade Jesse Pugliarve wanted out of the league and now wants back in and then you have uh, Matt let me <laughs> you got um number six of Matthew Kachuk vibing in Calgary <laughs> this Matthew is- Kachuk being a pest as per usual yeah this just he's having the time of his life fighting Quinn Hughes, and Quinn Hughes is having the time of his life choosing buttons. There you go. There you go. I mean, it all works out. Yeah. I, I just suspect that the text messages to Brady after that was like, hey, I fought your brother. What? The text <laughs> before the game, the text before the game, Brady to Matthew, just be like, don't touch Quinn. He's my best friend. Tuquin, so fight Matthew Chuck all you want. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Do it. I know. But um, back to Babcock. Um, I was watching the game today at work and I totally, it just, it slipped my mind for all the good reasons that Babcock um, is now a studio analyst. And I saw him and I was like, wait, no, no, turn it off, turn it off. Like, I can't, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I just, I don't like it. People were talking about it on Twitter and somebody's like, oh, what did he do? Like, what did he do? I must have missed it. I'm like, you've missed 
the years of him giving his players PTSD from the like literally. Where have you been? Under a rock. I've been living under a rock. But oh, also remember when <laughs> Austin Matthews were yelling at each other. I just think back to this photo of Maggie Kachuk and Austin Matthews. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to. Um, see it. You don't. You want? <laughs> I don't want to see it. You already sent it to me, and I don't want it. Oh, I know. Well, I that get, is like ten seconds that I can't do. They're on a slide. <laughs> oh, what could be better? Taking couples photos. <laughs> Awkward prom pictures. Um, yeah. But on the Mike Babcock front, him and NBC are pushing the narrative that he did nothing wrong and he is great. Basically. Um, Newsflash. He's not. not. That's all wrong. I think I would have more respect for him even though I have like negative 500 respect for him right now, if he came out and pretty much said, hey, here's the bad things that I done. I know I messed up and I know it caused all of this stuff and I'm sorry for that. And I know that it will never make up for it, but here's what I've done to change. And here's what I've done to grow from that. But he hasn't, he didn't do anything and he doesn't want to because he doesn't see that he's in the wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first step to making himself seem more personable, likable, quote unquote, um, is just admitting what he did, even if he doesn't apologize just yet, mm-hmm. just knowing, just being aware. Because I think that is like the biggest thing is that knowing yeah. that you did something wrong and then coming to terms with it, because you can't come to terms with something if you don't know what yeah. you did wrong. Next step, apologizing to Mitch Marner. There you go. Personal. Personal letter. Handwritten. Apparently, he said that he did. Apparently, this is what he's pushing. Let me organize myself. So, he is pushing the thing that um, he has already called Mitch Marner and apologized to him and said that he only told one person in private that he told one player that they weren't doing enough. As Mitch Marner has said, and it was in private that he tried to call um what's his i can't remember his name but he played for him in detroit and he's like i called him but he won't answer my calls yeah wonder why i really wonder because you gave him ptsd mm, probably and wonder why manipulated oh God, such him. a mystery hated he hated playing for you so much that he couldn't sleep. Um, you made him hate the sport. And uh, he waited up. He did, he, in an interview, he said that he didn't sleep and he stayed up all night solely so he could go and play video games with his friends in Sweden when they woke up. No. <laughs> this is making me sad. My heart broke. Oh my God. I just a hug. Like, I think a coach, as I have no experience, obviously, but I think when you are in the position of a coach or some authoritative position like that, there's a difference between showing your players tough love and then manipulating them emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it's like there's a difference between what Mike Babcock did and then what any other coach would do like it there's just such a fine line I think and yeah like on a smaller scale like I coach like 10 year olds baseball but like there's some parents that are freaking brutal oh yeah oh yeah then would you like chill out for like five seconds <laughs> like, like a sentence together <laughs> right you want them to play like they're in the freaking MLB let's chill down let's calm out they are not Danny Jansen <laughs> yeah like calm it's down like- they're not casually walk young. and breathe at the same time right because like at the end of the day it's a sport mm-hmm. and a sport should be something that you love unconditionally and not something that you love at certain times yeah it shouldn't feel like a chore Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah it should it's like I'm not even a coach, and I feel so philosophical about this. <laughs> Getting very deep on this episode. Very yeah. deep. Very deep. What else can we talk about? Um, that's very deep. Um, Corey Crawford is still retired. Matt Niskanen is still retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm well, having t- a blast. <laughs> okay, well, good for you, Lindsay. Um, some of us. This is the first struggling. time in my 17 years of life. <laughs> having a good time Imagine. let me face some adversity for once i face so much check your privilege some people don't have it that well off with their hockey teams some of us don't have captains some of our centers have parabola looking wrists we can't help it some of our defense forgot how to play defense we don't have half our team some people are not our goalie. Your team just gets absolutely shit on by Tyler Myers, and you just have to. <laughs> okay, but Joel Edmondson won that fight. We're all just agreeing. Oh, I was so happy. <laughs> I literally was like, <laughs> I was watching the Flyers game last night, and I had to turn it off because I was having an anxiety attack. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lindsay was um, getting some of those texts. Can I was. I like, was concerned. Permission to have a welfare check on Carter Hart? Like, is he okay? Like, I did. Oh, good. She did. Good. I did. I sent him a meme, and I think it was a very funny meme, and he should DM me back. Carter Hart, you should DM her back. Like, if I was listening. full-blown panic attack, just being like, is this kid okay? Like, does he know that this is not his fault? Is he blaming himself because he better not? Because I will fly to Philadelphia. Half of Taylor's (laughs) personality is just making sure goalies are, like, mentally stable. Not me. (laughs) I was watching the Jets' uh, Sens game last night. Oh, gosh. (laughs) for Ottawa. This is, like, what, third year in the league or something? I don't know. But I was like, he's just a little bean. My dad goes, he's like 25 and six foot seven. He's fine. I'm like, no, nah, he's a little bean. He's okay. Don't, don't do this. No. Hellebuck can do whatever he wants. I don't care. Still love Hellebuck, but like, he's, he's not as important as a little bean goalie. Oh my gosh. Taylor just you wants know? to collect them and be like, you are mine now. I, want- I don't have any empathy except for goalies. That's oh my gosh. your personality, Exactly. It is rubbing off on me. I was watching a post-game interview with um, uh, Columbus with Elvis, and I was like, 
I want to fight that announcer though. He was being. I wasn't listening because I was at work, so I was just watching, and I was like, "Oh, what a good he was time!" Being mean. Um, they were having technical difficulties, and he was putting on his little, you know, the little mic thing, and yeah. the, he, the announcer was just asking him a bunch of questions. He also doesn't speak very great English. He's only been here for three years, and he's just like. He's like, oh yeah, like, sorry, I didn't hear your first question. Can you repeat that? And he just goes, I mean, I've, this is my third question. I'm like, sir. Um, kind of rude. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of that one video I saw of Jonathan Tavares. Where, um, Jonathan? Did I, what? You had a stroke. <laughs> I'm so used to Jonathan. Taves. Give me a moment. Hold on. No matter how many times I look at Jonathan Taves' name, I always want to say Jonathan Toes. <laughs> See, I started just like thinking about it because I just say it like that so much. And one time I almost was like, yeah, Jonathan Toes. I was like, nope, back it up. But John Tavares, my bad. I'm so there sorry. There you go. My good Portuguese boy, moving on. <laughs> when he was trying to put the microphone on it was like Mike one Tavares zero and he was like struggling to like untangle listen I'm gonna let you in on a little (laughs) secret anybody who has any lineage from Portugal physically cannot do electronic stuff unless they are taught (laughs) including myself oh yeah zoom was a struggle for me we love that for you we stand. But hey, we're here. We're here. She's doing great. You're doing great, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. So to bring in another conversation that Lindsay and I have of the many weird ones we have, is she posted on her Snapchat story uh, saying, asking Tyler Toffoli if he is free on February 14th. I have no shame in this. He is married. And then we got into this whole discussion of how I was going to tell Yusperi Kakanami that she has moved on. Um, yeah. So, if you're like, watching this, I haven't. <laughs> in light of this, um, Carter Hart, Devin Levi, Jamie Drysdale, Kirby Doc, Yusperi um, Kakanami for. Okay, wait. For me, Carter Hart. Definitely by Jimmy Drysdale and Kirby Doc for Lindsay, yes, very cockney. I mean, I don't know who else you list off your players. Um, <laughs> just KK, this okay. is too long. <laughs> um, but if any of you are seeing this, we are free February 14th. If you were also free on February 14th to hang out, um, we are free February 14th, just in case we wanted to let you know. If you are free February 14th, we are all Yeah, because I will be doing nothing February 14th. So, you know, hypothetically on February 14th, if you want to hang out, I will be free on February 14th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that I will not be free February 14th, but um you're uh, in love. Uh, row row underscore too smooth if you're listening. Are you free February 14th? Or uh Nikita Zadorov or Dylan Strong? I'd like to point out that the Habs are going to be on their bye week for February 14th. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I think it's coincidence. I think it's just the universe and telling you what needs to You're going to be in Toronto, so that's two hours away from me. 
They're not allowed to leave their hotel rooms, though. Brett will still be free on February 14th. We can set them Zoom dates. There we oh. go. They'll always be back. Bachelor. They'll always be free on February 14th for us to set up a bachelor for you. Let us know. He still does not acknowledge my TikTok, but here's the hoping. Yeah. If not, we'll, we're just going to Zoom with Shreya and Haley and cry. It's, um, yeah. On the opposite of doing great, the Washington Capitals? Yeah. Are we ready? Go for it. Go for it. Let her loose. I was going to say you go first because you have this whole thing planned out. That's right. I have a few things so, to say myself. Like, I was I don't even pay attention to the cats, so take it away. So, if, so they, ha they have, like, these new, like, the it's like the league, right, with the COVID-19 protocols. So they have all these protocols set out, and it's like, you can't, like, basically be in contact with other players outside of playing, basically, like, in your hotel room and everything. Yeah, you can't be near But, like, I, I get both sides of what they're trying to do. But my biggest thing is, like, these men – are sitting, they're like shoulder to shoulder with each other. They're on the spitting on back. each other. On Literally the spitting, going like head to head, swapping sweat with people from a different team and sharing water bottles and like being super close to each other. But then it's like when they go to a different person, when they go to their own teammate's hotel room, they get in trouble for it. It's like, I understand that they're really trying to, I guess, stop any further spread but it's like if these players are already negative and they're playing knowing that they're negative and they're already in close quarters on the bench what is what is that gonna what is finding them gonna do? like i yeah, yeah. and also don't understand home, they can do whatever they want right like you can't like you can't stop them what they do in the privacy of their own home or what they do like in the public really but it's like, it, it's almost useless because they're probably going to see each other at breakfast and they're not going to be having masks on or anything. They're probably like high five and fist bumping, you know, all that stuff. And they're going to be at practice doing the exact same thing. And then once they get to an actual game, they're surrounded by other maskless people not on their team. So it's like, why? Like, I mean, like, I understand, but then at the same time, I'm like, really? It's like, it just cancels out. It's like, this is the whole thing about COVID restrictions is that they have things in, but it's like something else cancels it out that they try to do. And it's like, why, what's the purpose of having the first one if, the, if another thing just like defeats it? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a scientist or anything, you know, we don't, there's so much we still don't know about the like virus and everything, but it's like, it, it doesn't make that much sense to me. Yeah, like I see where they're coming from and I see why they would want to do it. Right. At the same time, it's like, okay, well, that's is that really going to work? But I mean, right. if it stops the spread at least a bit, then you know what? I'm all for it. Right. And, but you know, it's... Get over this crap. The sooner everything will go back to normal. So anyone wants this, wear your mask, use your sanitizer. Do all the things you're supposed to do. Don't lick doorknobs. Don't lick each other. Brad Marchand, I'm looking at you. 
this is specifically made for him because we know yeah. i'm pretty sure i've said this theory if there is one player that i could blame the entire spread of covid on it would be brad marchand because he's been licking people so i don't think he's com- anybody recently though no yeah. but there's still the possibility yeah he has stood too close to Carter Hart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Travis Konechny, please stay out of people's faces. Same with Gallagher. Just don't go near them. Boys, I know you're feisty. <laughs> Just calm down. Like, at a distance. Oh, my gosh. There's back to the Capitals. Um, can't remember if Zidane Ochara got his first point as a cap and it was the cutest sweetest moment ever where all these like little guys like TJ Oshi who are like little tiny are just like ah and he's just like hello children it's like a dad I was like Jesus. what the heck Jesus and his disciples little sheep there's <laughs> like um Zadorov is like 6'6", six, six, and everyone else on the Blackhawks are like barely breaking six foot two on a good day. It's like seeing Zadorov next to everyone else. I'm like, why, why are we so short? We're so short. My children, come to me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Also, first points. Dylan Cousins got his first goal the same day that Bo Byram got his first point. Romance. Proud. They really are like, you know what? Let's let's we gotta do this together. Or like, you know who go. hasn't hit the NHL yet? Trevor Zegras. That's right, because he sucks. <laughs> you know who also hasn't hit the NHL though? Jamie Drysdale. And I think that's a crime. I think it is too. Does he want to come to Edmonton? We desperately need it. Yeah. Who is he with? Or Anaheim? Anaheim with Trevor Zegras. Actually, can he come to Philly? Can he come to Chicago? No. Um, Jamie, what color do you like better? Orange or orange? Or um, red? Orange. No, let's rephrase it. What color do you want to see with white? Because every team is white and some, like, they have white. So what color do you like with white? The correct answer is red. The correct answer is orange i'm gonna have to go with um because they're pretty much the same color <laughs> okay he's already white. worn red and white okay he yeah he needs a change i think a change of orange and black. my gosh dylan strom has worn red and white like for the past like five six years so i can confirm erie is not red and white but you confirm Arizona is not red and white. It's a shade of red. It's, it's purple. Purple? It's Honey, like a burgundy. Not, it's a it's burgundy, burgundy, which is a shade of red. It's a shade of red. Not the this right. just in. Taylor's colorblind. I'm not, but... Um, I mean, their new jersey is purple, okay? That's what I was alluding to. The but cheap- like... When he was playing with them, it was burgundy. 
yeah, tell me that I'm wrong. The right shade of red. Are you gonna look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? Yes. She came down in a bubble. bubble. It's brown. Burgundy <laughs> is a brown. It's a red. I'm no. It's a red. Taylor, go join your buddies that are all colorblind. <laughs> Carter Hart. Tyson Jost, go join. This is from my hometown, so I'll, I'll gladly, I'll go hang out with my bros who are Everyone from- Everyone is yeah. from your hometown. Like, who who's not from your hometown? That's the real question. I know, you have like half of Team Canada that's from here. Right. They're either from my hometown or they're from here, so. Must be nice. Must be nice, I've won. <laughs> I have zero. So, no, you live in Kentucky. <laughs> get it. We have George Clooney. We got Eric Gustafson in the um, <gasps> pregame, in the like the scrimmage. He was like, who's who's number 20 who is say wisdom? And he was like, he's really good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna give credit to like, is... Kingston for that one. My former front. I miss Gustafson. You can have him back. There's like seven of them. <laughs> Take Eric Gustafson back. I will, gladly. Each time I look at like the last name. It's like Connor Murphy or something. So many. Do not take Connor Murphy. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No. You cannot. Do not. Like, do Duncan not. Keith. I don't know what to tell you, man. Do not take Duncan Keith. Who can I take from defense? Oh, I was gonna say take Malcolm Subban, please. Nah, we got we got our goalies. We got our got kind of hurt. Does he need a hug? <laughs> who did we say needs a hug? Him, Pierre Luc Dubois, and who else? Literally um, all of them. They all need hugs. Pedersen. Yeah. So if any of those three need a hug, Jonathan Taves probably. I'm not big on physical contact and I high key hate it, but I will give you a hug. But for you? Yeah. But for you? I'm gonna let you give it a hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's like an audience, like, I will never chase after a girl, but for you, I might jog a little bit. <laughs> I did that with great, gritty, and he never saw it, so. Rude. But, a mascot who I am very proud to say I'm very well acquainted with on TikTok is Stinger. Yeah, Stinger already told me that I have to go buy a Columbus jersey. And why haven't you done it yet? Because I'm broke and it's Columbus. I okay, wasn't going to get a pair of Luke Dubois <laughs> Oh, no. He's the oh, only one no. on him and Merzlikens. Him... Um, Cam Atkinson, my husband. I love that man. Max Domi. Corpusalo. There you go. Um, who else? My little Seth goalie. Jones. No. Why are we ignoring the obvious? Patrick Line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a Jack Russell Victor Z. That one. But, yeah. Rosie. Oh He's a baby. At least they have they have um <laughs> jersey insurance or whatever through nhl shop so it's like if you buy a jersey and they get traded within 30 days you get like a free return or something so i didn't know that was a thing it's a thing it's a thing 
because mm-hmm. the reason I know that is because I wanted to buy a Strom jersey before he was re-signed. My family was like, mm, let's hold off on it because like you don't know. And I was like, let me look into it. Let me draw the logistics, parents, parental units. Fun fact. Fun fact. We I'm have sure, to buy the jerseys because our parents I'm, don't know what to do. I'm very sure they probably got a lot of returns on Zidane Chara jerseys. Because I saw a tweet where someone got a Zidane Chara jersey for Christmas and then he was like traded or something. And she's like, this is so awkward. This is, oops. Not very cash money. Oh my gosh. This, we should, this is a brilliant business idea. So you know how there's these shops. I don't know if Canada has any of these, but there are lots of like thrift stores and stores in America where they take like all these thrift stores in Canada. No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. It's like lost luggage that has. Excuse me. It's a thrift igloo. Thanks. (laughs) But it's like where they send like all these lost packages or like lost luggage that's never claimed um, or like packages that never like got mailed or whatever. And you just like pick through it. What if that was a business, but with jerseys from players, like jerseys that are like no longer current or accurate? We can make bank off of that. Um, Full disclosure. We would take all of them. Yeah. And also I've never heard of that. You've never heard of those things before? No. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's a I thing. I have them here, but I know I've heard of them. There's definitely been TikToks. I think there's a big one in Texas, I think, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yes, because I frequent Texas so much. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, my go-to place. Ugh, it's Dallas. <laughs> have they, they've played one game, haven't they? Yeah, and they yeah. won seven nothing. Against Nashville. And they're, I think they, <laughs> last time I checked, it was one nothing for them. But that was, yeah, that, that was yep. the game where Harrison was kind of two, crying was on the two inside. One. It's 2 2 1, um, and the second just ended. Um, so, um, uh, fun fact, tidbit of information for the Central Division, Chicago went from being number seven to number three. Wow. By winning two games? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't even want to check where the Flyers are now. Oh, cool. Where? Uh, y'all are sitting right in the middle, so you're good. I don't even want to. All my teams are sad right now, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ottawa's not doing good. Nope. They San Jose. They were doing fine yesterday. And then it was five minutes left in the period, and it just somehow went downhill from there. Montreal somehow number one in the north. Um, mm. Wow. What a time to be alive. Really? I think we and- should introduce another, a new segment of Taylor's weekly rants on journalists. Oh gosh, here we go. We need to make a, I'll make a jingle for it um, once I become a better singer and have a record deal. Okay. Yeah. So my weekly rant on journalists and why I hate some of them. Jake Vorchek's iconic interview. 
So I take everything back that I've ever said about Jake Borchek. And if Jake Borchek is listening, I've never said a bad thing about you. Please don't block me. And I think it's my goal in life to be uh, like to interview him and Elias Pedersen and then not hate me. <laughs> I think that's like very hard to do. But a journalist, if we can even call him that, uh, you know, he has, for context, he wrote over the past five years have, have written many articles and like a bunch of tweets coming for Jake Voracek personally and saying that him and Drew are the reason for all of the Flyers problems throughout the years and how they suck. Um, and it's not, you know, not the crappy defense or the inconsistent goaltending up until last year and then like the defense now. <laughs> but the reporter took many cheap shots at him um, and the response, and his response pretty much was justified. Um, he wrote an article about Jake, um, and then pretty much like a really bad one, and then didn't talk to him since last October, like 2019 October. Yikes. Oh, whoa. Um, up until that interview. The girls are fighting. Um, but Jake's response was pretty much, I'm not going to answer your question because you're just going to write whatever you want and it's going to be awful. Well, Travis Konechny is over there choking on his water. Like, not not fake choking on his water, crying. Actually choking on, <laughs> his, water. on his water. He's one of us. Um, DK. I have photos that I think you would love. She has screenshots. I'll send them to you. Eh. Um, when a girl has screenshots, you know it's over. I, I mean, it's the league decided that they were going to have a discussion with him. They never find him, but they had a discussion because he used some bad words. A discussion. He's delicious. Whereas you have, you know, his his response was very PG to probably what he really wanted to say. Um, you know, and the league, they're pretty much like, oh yeah, we're supposed, to, you know, we help our players and they're supposed to be, but they don't do anything when, you know, they're being, when journalists are writing a bunch of things about them that really they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And you have players like um, Tony D'Angelo, who is joining Parlor, um, who is very known to be racist and other things and tweeting about that, just doesn't bat an eye. But Jake Voracek calling out a reporter is bad. Logic. You know? Yeah. yeah. But anyways, if Jake Borchek is listening, do you want to come on this podcast and talk about how awful journalists are for my final project? And we'll yeah. let you go absolutely ham. Do it. An explicit episode of the Rubber Buckies podcast. Um, but every episode is explicit according to Spotify. So a double explicit. Exactly. That one will be totally explicit. Thanks, Spotify. Love you.
Kiss. I know we say like one swear word per episode, but like, bruh. No. Oh, fudge. It's it's probably me. <laughs> I think in the first episode, Lindsay was the first one to drop a cuss word. Yeah. yeah if I remember. Tisk tisk. Sorry. Terrible. Terrible. I know. How dare you? Anywho, Corey Perry, I'm sorry about anything bad that I've said to you in the past. <laughs> yep. Sweetie, yes. You scored a goal. It was funny how <laughs> Go ahead. I remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my word. I read the rats for nothing. People are being mean to Nolan Patrick, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, you said you not streets, and I, I'm ready to fight someone. I'm ready. Like, does he have his migraines back? And I'm like, I can assure you, he does not, because his witchcraft is working right now. <laughs> in case you Miller has it all. Yeah, in case you didn't know, Nolan Patrick knows witchcraft, and he is sending me his migraines. So, um, Salem witch trials. Nah, Nolan Patrick's hotel room. <laughs> what? You mean his apartment? In, in Kevin Hayes' apartment? With Travis Konechny's, they sacrificed Travis Konechny's awful snack. <laughs> Don't get me started. That cereal so is gravel. If anyone listening doesn't know what I'm talking about, Travis Konechny has this like post game, I don't know, snack thing instead recovery of recovery like, bowl as their recovery bowl instead of eating oh, like, all of the know. a bunch of the flyers like it. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like this cereal that looks like dirt, a banana, oh. a tablespoon of dark chocolate, a teaspoon. Oh, sorry, a teaspoon. So, like, three. <laughs> Are you telling me that and man no. doesn't just reach into the bag? <laughs> There's no way that they measure out half a cup to a cup of the cereal. So whatever no the amount of banana. Milk. A teaspoon of chocolate chips. Dark chocolate chips, thank you. Oh, sorry. You know, as a treat. As a treat. What does this recovery bowl look like? Actually, Someone sent me a picture. Scary. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. I think it's. It's one of those like things with the whole keto diet that people do. It's like, it doesn't hurt you to eat a piece of fruit. Like you're going through all this trouble to try to eat all this healthy stuff. Just like eat a banana, eat an apple. You're gonna be okay. You don't need to eat cheese that's been put into like a waffle maker. Sorry, I'm having a crisis right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> Send me that, please. I want to I wanna judge it hardcore. I'm having a crisis over these pictures that Taylor just sent me. Oh, gosh. What pictures? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> um, they are of Travis Connect Me, and I... 
Who is that? Bill Horvat and Travis Connecting. That's TK. That's Bill Horvat. Because they're cousins. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're cousins. Is that not a common fact that people know that Bill Horvat and Travis Connecting are cousins? I thought that was a common fact, people. Uh uh. The fact no. that he doesn't have social media anymore, so he didn't find out that his cousin was the captain of the Vancouver Canucks until they played them. <laughs> I, oh gosh, I feel like I need to see a family tree of every NHL player because there's just so many that are related to each other and it there's shocks There's so many that are related to each other, but there are also others who aren't but should be, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. who? Give me an example. Spencer Knight and Hillary Knight. Oh, Ev- Evander Kane and Patrick Kane. No. Um, because they look so similar. Um, like they could be. Marijo Peltier and Jacob Peltier. They just look the same. Just every dude that that's from Sweden. Um, is it, I don't know how you, is it Devon Taves or, I don't know. Devon, thank you. I was like, I think it is him and Jonathan Taves. Because I don't And like the seven other Taveses that are in the. Like, I, like that's such a, I feel like that's such an unusual name enough that any Taves could be related by like first cousins. But like, I don't think any of these Taves are. And that's unsettling. Look up their elite prospects, it will say. <laughs> Who is that? Travis Konechny. Oh, gosh. Why is, why, why, why are his shorts not short? They're just, they're just mediums. Listen, why is this man? <laughs> I have my printer. I don't have paper. Why is he built like a rectangle? A literal rectangle. Hold on. This is when he I was am... little, okay? Don't judge him. Oh my, there are so many taves. I think that was like on... circa 2014, 2013, when he was playing for Team Canada. Babe, that is a child. <laughs> David Taves. Okay, hold on. Has anyone seen Law & Order SVU? No. Oh, this ruins it. Okay. Well, he looks very similar to one of the characters on the show. Oh? Give me a second. I got you. Like, give, if you want me to, I can find the most awful photos of NHL players. It's not Oh, good. gosh. I have, you can, there's some of them you can just scroll down on their Instagrams and it's all there. Some others you have to find. You have to search a little bit. But somehow they always just come up on my um, feeds. See y'all next week so I don't have to relive this ever again. But we're going to make it. Yeah, you're reliving it. You have no choice. Oh, but make sure to follow us on social media. We have TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow us. Our, like, our. Our personals. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
because we're somewhat exciting, I guess. You're somewhat on a good day. I think we make cool content. I think we're pretty cool, but you know. We are. We may be a little biased, but. Oh, well. (laughs) So be it.